Hello, and welcome to another episode of Things and Stuff, the show where we talk about things and stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, alongside my best friend and co-host, Alex. Hi. We've got a good show for you today. We've got some uh, fun things to talk about. Um, but first, Alex, how are you doing? Solid. I mean, aside from everything going on, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I got sunburnt last weekend. Uh, we went to, it was called George Rogers Park. Oh, in yeah, I did Lake see that. As we go. Did some stand-up paddleboarding. Was that your first time doing that? Best. No, it was my second time oh, doing it. Oh, yeah, we it. did it together. <laughs> then it's my third time doing it. Because <laughs> I don't remember that time. But When we went to Primeville with the group. Oh. Oh, no, you were in the tube that we brought. Oh, yeah. I, was, I gave I that was to tubing. you guys, you I and Erica. Tubing. You were stand-up paddleboarding? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Because Nick fell in on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, so second time doing it. By far the best form of paddleboarding. <laughs> Is there not a? Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got sunburnt on my shoulder. At shoulders. some point, this will be a video so you could see my facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> I got really sunburnt on my shoulders. I put sunscreen on. Understandable. Put it on. I even reapplied. That's like the I, key. I found out is reapplication. I know. I, it, so I've heard. It's it is the key. The key is to just keep lathering yourself up, but. Apparently I didn't. Was do it, it very hot? I didn't well, do when it. Did you go Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it was hot. It was. In, I think it was nineties. But it like, I get sunburned regardless. Yeah. So I got sunburned, and then two days later, I encountered a new twist to the sunburn. Jeremy, oh, have you me. ever heard of anything called Hell's Itch? I cannot say that I have. Neither had I. According to the internet, many different. <laughs> many different sources on the internet i'm not going to list them it affects like five to ten percent of people and the hypothesis around it is that it is your body treating a sunburn like an allergic reaction oh it was the least fun i've ever had so you're saying you had hell's itch i had hell's so your itch. sunburn was very itchy or it was just like you were having like what? so explain the allergic basically reaction. it just it's like itchy to the point where you like get tunnel vision and just frantically search about the house for any sort of relief from the pain that you're experiencing like it hurts so bad and i couldn't describe it but like i was in conversation with my mom and erica and all of a sudden i started like getting a little itchy and i'm like gosh i'm itchy and then all of a sudden they were talking to me and they just melted away like completely blurred out of my mind and i was like (laughs) i said to them i have to go i have to get in the shower like i just got up turned on the shower and jumped in (laughs) like like, as cold as possible it was like the weirdest it was the weirdest experience so i was was trying to figure out like am i just a huge wuss because usually sunburns are itchy like Mm -hmm. i um, for me, they are. I'm used to them being itchy, but I had never experienced anything like this. This is weird, then. It was super weird. Like it was, it was abnormal. And I thought I was just being a big wuss, and so I was like talking to my parents about it, and, like, and my and Erica about it, and trying to like figure out what the heck is going on. Like, why am I such a wuss about this? And I was putting on aloe vera, every, doing everything I usually do, and it was like making everything was making it worse, and like triggering it again and again and again. I found this this blog. There was a whole bunch of people talking about it on the internet that have experienced the same thing but what did you search itchy sunburn i said extreme itch from the sunburn there was one website that called it the suicide itch because it like literally people contemplate like real dark things because the uh, the pain is so like severe in the moment that it's just like the only relief they can think about is jumping out their nearest window hmm. so do tell continue what you're about to read but this blog it's called low gravity ascents it's a he's a climber and he he was talking about how he got hell's itch. It woke him up in the middle of the night and he's never experienced anything like it and goes through and describes it in the exact way that I would have. But then he, he did the same thing I did and just looked to see if anybody else had experienced this kind of itch and accumulated just a couple of hilarious descriptions of the pain. And before you get into that, is there a remedy to this? Uh, time, it seemed. So you can't take like any... Antihistamines well, yes. or antibiotics? Or that, that was like the through line in all of them was take antihistamines and peppermint oil seemed to come up a lot. I didn't have any of that, but I did I did do the Benadryl. And then for me, cold showers helped a little bit, only in the immediate. As soon as I got out, it would flare back up again. How Aloe long did it hurt again. Uh, I had it on Saturday. Today is the first day where I've only had like one tiny bit of like extreme itchiness. And it's on your shoulders, back? Just shoulders, just shoulders. And that, that was the other so thing. So like it three usually, to four days? 
three to four days. It, so it triggered two days after. So it was really just like two days. Of, so it wasn't even on Saturday or Sunday that you got the itch. No. It was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. It was. The, it's the weirdest thing. Hmm. Okay, continue with the des- descriptions. Okay, these descriptions are so funny. And it was like... <laughs> so accurate to me in the time and I was just nodding my head but now that I look at them they're super funny so here's one after 45 minutes of applying aloe and lotion ice packs chugging water or ice packs and chugging water I would have traded my first and last born to rewind the last 60 hours of my life the previous Saturday afternoon I had committed the sin of skipping the sunscreen before a day at the beach first and last born the- and he only has two kids uh-huh <laughs> This itch is like un- unlike anything else. It makes me want to rip my skin off using rusty razors, to put it lightly. <laughs> and l- the last one that I'll read it, it was, uh, oh no, that one, that one's a little, a little dark. Hold a on, a little dark. Oh, there, there, there. No, it was the same part. Uh, I've been googling all night trying to find a cure, and I was at my wit's end. If there's a cure that required you to rip off your toenails with a rusty chisel and eat them, I would have done it in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Dang <laughs> yeah. I am so sorry So that was funny It wasn't funny in the moment Now it's funny Like yesterday I literally went home from work Because I like couldn't focus at work It wow. was insane wow. It was the weirdest thing ever I don't even know if it's medically sound But it hurt And I that's all I got Yeah I'm curious to see what the medical community Other than just bloggers If you're a doctor and you're listening to this But yeah Um that that's that's but th- the weekend was good. Paddle boarding, went on a nice long bike ride. It was way too hot for a bike ride, so mm-hmm. the, the nice long bike ride was more of a really hot and sweaty, oppressive bike ride. But it was good. Very nice, very nice. It was Labor Day. We yeah, we went to um, Pacific. Uh, we went to Pacific City. It was also my sister's birthday. Shout out to Riley. Happy birthday. If you ever listen to this, happy birthday, Riley. Yeah, she's not listening. That's why no. I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, we went to Pacific City. Uh, went to like the beach there, hung out for a day or a night. Two Wonderful. Days. Yeah, that was nice. It was nice. It was hot. It was very hot. Um, but in general, I feel like this week I've just been sad. Yeah. It's just been like I wanted to get rid of my Twitter. I'm just like this is just everything that's going on right now is just so sad with like Yeah. Um so like we're in Portland and the gorge right now is on fire. Um the beautiful, like the most beautiful place in Oregon, possibly uh, the country, the world. I don't know. It's yeah, gorgeous. It's burning down. California's on fire. Montana's on fire. Huge earthquake in um, Idaho. Houston is underwater. Florida's about to get hit with a huge hurricane. Potentially the biggest one ever. Yeah. Um, and then just like looking at all the news and like the police violence and like the distrust with like the people and the law enforcement and then like immigration and stuff like that with that guy. It's just like, yeah, there's just so many sad things. Yeah. That it are feels like right everything now. sucks. You turn on the internet and it's like, Oh, that's right. We're everything's on fire. Yeah. It was just really disheartening. And like, and then another thing, so I was listening to um, the radio this morning and they're like, everybody in Oregon has been talking about how the gorge is on fire and how it's so sad. And like everybody's posting on Instagram, all these pictures from their hikes that they used to do and now how it's going to be changed for generations, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And apparently people in like the Midwest or California are talking about how like, Oh, hush. And in Canada, they're just like, oh, hush, Oregon. Your fire is not even that big, like square footage wise or like square miles wise. Uh-huh. It's like 100,000 or 100. I don't know. Acre. I don't know. 30,000 acres at, as of today, I think. I thought it was, it was like 100,000 acres. Anyway. It may have upgraded. That was the last update I saw. And then they're just saying, oh, hush. It's, it's not that big and it's not like causing any damage to major roads or infrastructures and stuff like that. And then like, and I'm like, first of all, it's not a contest. Yeah. Who has the worst fires? Granted, in the in like California right now, it's like burning. It's getting close to like residential areas, and it's like burning down lots of parts of like close to. LA. It's like totally. There's a lot of property damage. A lot of property. And damage. in Canada, it's happening too. And in Montana, it's just devastating as well. Yeah. But it's not a contest of whose no. damage is worse. And forest fires are typically a natural occurrence. And yeah, and this one wasn't. This yeah. or the yeah, this was like child or teenage arson or whatever. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like. This was a big part of like the culture here. Yeah. So it is. It's just a sad. People thing. literally come from all over the world. Yeah. It's, to go one, there. it's our biggest tourism event. It's like millions it's of dollars revenue coming through the. Court. Anyway. Yeah. I was really sad. So what I was going to talk about was nature and the power of nature and blah blah blah. Yeah. But I'm just too sad to talk about it. 
And I think we need to have a more uh, uplifting conversation. All right. I'm fine with that. So what I was thinking is, Alex. Yes. What makes the best vacation? Because, A, I think we would both need a vacation. Yeah. But I just want to know, like, maybe not what is your favorite vacation you've been on, which could play a part. But I just, what does it take to make the best vacation? You can talk to me about places. You can talk to me about specific things you need to have, amenities that need to be there. But I just want to hear your thoughts on what makes the best vacation. I think the just off of the top of the, the first. And this is a brainstorm session with you. Absolutely. We're, we're forming a vacation. We're, gonna, we're going to detail out and plan for you the perfect we're vacation. We're workshopping the perfect vacation. I think the best thing, the best vacation is an effortless one. I like expand on that. What do you mean an effortless vacation? So I don't mean like no work up front or anything, but I mean one that like once you go on vacation, you're on vacation and you don't have to worry about anything else because you've either planned it so well that you know to a T what is going on meals. You don't have to worry about any sort of anything. There's no worry whatsoever. Or it's such a routine vacation like a weekend getaway that you usually go on that you just kind of can go and just let your mind kind of relax and enjoy the time away. I, I agree with that because I feel like when you go on vacations to cool places, there's a lot of things that you want to do to check off your list. And I feel like in my mind, as you know, I'm, I'm a huge planner, you know? Yeah. And in my mind, a perfect vacation would probably be like, 40% structured mm. But 60% is just Flying by the seat of your pants Yeah you know? I want to like Okay so um, We're here for Thursday through Sunday You know On Friday I did want to go do this Yeah And maybe Sunday morning do this The rest of it Let's just figure it out Yeah That's how I And that's, then that That's how I'm thinking Like there's I like that there's Okay At this time On Friday we're going to go do this. Like, we're going to go explore this, blah, blah, blah. Sure. But the rest of the time, I like to do it. Like, have more relaxed time. Yes. And it might sound counterintuitive to plan time to not do something. Mm-hmm. But I like having planned time to not do uh, anything. Yes. Pl- planned, unplanned time is nice. Yeah, like, planned like free time. Yeah. Um, but I also am 100% on board with you with have, doing a vacation that has been so routine that you just go into it. Like... Um, for you and I, like when we would go to the ranch in Primeville, yeah. it was like we would just got right into it. We we know the drive. Yeah. We get there. We know exactly what we need to set up. We knew exactly what the weekend was going to be. It was like the yep. same weekend every time. And yeah. it was it was great. Like we were playing games. We were doing this, whatever. But it was, I don't know. It was very, I guess effortless is the word that I would use to describe it as well. Yeah. You and I have done our fair share of nothing on vacation. So that, that, that's, that's the key. It's like crucial to do nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like taking naps or something, which you could do. And it's not just like sitting on your phone, which you could do. But it's like. You could do, but yeah. I don't know. It's carved out unplanned time. Yeah. I think that's key. Um, as far as uh, other amenities and things that I would like on a perfect vacation. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, no, I mean, we're talking about the perfect vacation. So we might as well. Talk about some extravagance, you know? Yeah. Like, sure, the weekend getaway is the is a wonderful vacation, but the perfect vacation is going to be a little longer than a weekend. Yeah. Don't you yeah, think? yeah yes, I agree. I, I like where your head's at. Um, okay. And amenity, um, I think that a, a, one of the most crucial parts to a vacation okay. is a quality bed. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Crucial. Yeah. Good um, sleep is so important to a good vacation. And now here's here's where I'm going to um, split a little bit, right? Lay it on me. I would say this is another percentage thing, okay? I would say 75% I like a warm vacation. Not sweltering hot, but I like being out where it's like a sunny vacation. Yeah. Are we going on hikes? Are we going swimming? Are we in somewhere tropical, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. But there's something about the cozy, cuddly, snuggle weather vacation. Ah, yeah. Which is the other 25%. Yeah. So it can't all be just tropical vacations. But I would say a quarter of it, a nice winter getaway. Yeah. That would be. But I would say majority, I like the the sunnier ones. But I think that there's always a place for just cozying up by a fire, you know. Yeah. And having a nice hot chocolate. 
Oh, oh yeah. Am I right? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Tell, hit me with yours. I I'm with you on the. I think it's seventy five twenty five. Just because when you think vacation, the first thing you think is probably a, you probably get an image of a beach, maybe some water, just or some, a some sun in the yeah, a daiquiri, <laughs> a nice fruity something or other, maybe a nice roasted barbecue item <laughs> i'm like where are you going i'm getting mad. i thought you were gonna say a nice roasted pig and then a you nice, just said a nice roasted barbecue something <laughs> a, ni- a nice roasted all right anyways that's like i feel like that's the image i get when i think of vacation but man cuddly vacations are so good here's another thing okay yeah. i did say like tropical or whatever sure you know? i think that um and Okay, we're going to take this into two parts. Uh-huh. Um, going back to our, like, having part of it planned, but then also having an unplanned, a good balance. I, I think that the 30% planned, it was, it was kind of stupid. What I meant was have some aspect of plan and yeah. then some pla- aspect of not. I feel like it changes and you need to have a balance based on what is going on. So do, it's not, sometimes it's more planned, sometimes, but, like, I feel like you just need to have find a good balance. Yeah, do some um, things and do no things. Yeah good balance of that so not completely structured not completely unstructured but what i'm another thing i was thinking about is um i did say tropical at one point how do you feel about sand involved in your vacation i think beach is what everybody thinks of when you say vacation and i love the beach but i hate the sand oh okay okay i was just talking about this with natalie we're on the beach i love going to the beach i love running in on on the beach in the sand and playing football and or like throwing a football around or running with her dog or like going in the water or whatever like that. Yeah. And then you leave the beach and the sand is everywhere. Uh-huh. It's getting in your, sh- in your clothes. It's getting in your, in your car. It's, I don't know. Yeah. So the, I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a beach guy. And okay. I didn't even enjoy the beach really until I went to Hawaii for the first time. But that's what I'm thinking. It's like when you think of a tropical vacation, like going to Hawaii, maybe you're not on the beach all the time. But yeah. but the best part, to, the best part of that to me still wasn't the beach. Oh, the I, water, com- I completely agree. I love the water. Getting yeah. in nice, warm, clear, blue water, whatever. That's wonderful. But mm-hmm. yeah, I do not like the beach a whole But lot. even like when you're going to somewhere like great, like Hawaii or something like that, a lot of the fun stuff is like in the hotel, you know, like, oh my gosh, look at this awesome pool. Or, look at this, like all these cool amenities. Yeah, or, totally. Look at the bright fish and the sea turtles yeah or like going on a cool hike you know or something yeah. like that where so i don't know okay yeah we're, we're making we're forming this vacation uh-huh tropical so leave, cut the sand out of it cut the sand cut the sand skip it all together yeah even if you go to a nice place just jump over the beach into the water go to a rocky beach that's but uh, then you can't run around on a rock i run, like the run, running around run. uh, that's awesome. anyway but you could do that anywhere you don't have to do that on vacation now, you and I, for sure, are not inclined to do this, but a lot of people like the tanning laying out in the sun. I disagree. I feel, okay, first of all, we, we would not lay out in the sun to tan. Yeah. But that's doing I mean. nothing out in the sun. Sure. That's what we do. I do, I do nothing in the shade. As uh, a, oh, that, yes. <laughs> you no, know, you're right. Um, doing nothing outside is what I meant. Yes. Even when I'm outside, I like it to be very sunny, but yeah. I'll be in the shade. Uh-huh. I, I like that it's sunny outside, uh-huh. and I'll be in the shade. Yes. I enjoy the nice weather from a safe distance. <laughs> yeah. I like how it looks, and I like that it's a little bit warm, but I want to be in the shade where it's a little bit cooler, and where I'm not, the sun isn't beating down on me. So, yeah. yes, I agree with you. We're not ones for, but I like laying down yeah. and not doing anything. Because I'm I a big fan. I don't like to get a whole lot of sweat anywhere. Yeah. That's of any kind. So if I'm in the sun, it's got to be near something that will cool me off instantly, whether that's shave ice, which Ooh. is. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got to get. Desserts are a good part, big part. <laughs> big uh, part of okay. uh, vacation. I feel like vacation How is. How do we a, always bring it back to food? I don't know, but it's a talent. <laughs> okay. Vacation, here's, here it is. Here's yeah. my little nugget. Yeah. Is a state of mind. Okay. <laughs> lay, lay it on me. Hit me with it. Because you have to, like, think that, like, normal rules of the world don't really apply like hey you're on vacation you don't need to answer that email you're on vacation you don't need to eat that salad you can do that you know yeah. oh do you need a little extra brownie go for it you're on vacation you know yeah it's it's got it's, yeah. it's a, an accepting state of mind totally like a vacation do you want to sleep in you're for an extra a, hour you sure do or three there you go maybe take a nap after that <laughs> wake up see how <laughs> I'm, you're feeling I'm tired from sleeping maybe in. I time for breakfast yeah. two o'clock breakfast exactly 
Exactly. Late breakfast too. Like the that's you know. I think it's no widely reason. understood that vacation is purgatory as far as everything else goes. You're there is between, no time. There's no weight gain. There's no nothing you need to worry about. And le- I mean, unless you're on a very strict regimen, then whatever, do what you got to do. But I, I think the best vacation to me is the one where you go on all out. Exactly. On all fronts. Yeah. Um. Well, with that being said, though. Yeah. Are there certain things that you want to do on a vacation? I think it depends. So Give me some examples. I'm not the like tourist attraction kind of guy, but I will enjoy them from time to time. But like I remember from our Hawaii trip a few years back that like my least favorite parts were places where it was like this is clearly for tourists. Like I wanted to do more local things. Like like one of my favorite things we did was we went to this um and this was still a touristy thing now that I'm thinking of it, but it felt a little bit less like, hey, there's this big hotel and we got a man with parrots on his arms that you can take pictures with because, yeah, that's Hawaii, right? Like there was this one, it was like a really rundown food truck and this dude was just selling shrimp out of it and it was like the best shrimp ever. And it, sure. So a little bit of the smaller scale things. The smaller you, scale so you don't things. mind doing some of the smaller scale touristy things. Yeah. And not, from not those you don't want to be standing in those long lines. I don't want to be like in that. lines. I don't want to be surrounded by people like if I'm on vacation, I don't want to be surrounded by people I could have run into at home. <laughs> you Fair know enough. What I'm Fair enough, yeah. Unless it's Disneyland. That's a different aspect altogether. But I don't think Disneyland That's, that's another topic for another day. I don't think Disneyland is a perfect vacation. Another topic for another day. Oh, all right. Duly noted. We'll write that one down real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but other things that you would like to do. Here's the thing. So I was never a big reader. Oh. But just recently, I feel like Natalie and I have gotten into this, like, a reading time, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just nice to, like, we're doing the same thing, but we're not doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. And we're together, but we're doing our own thing. And it's nice to have a quiet time yeah you know where you're not just sleeping and i do like the fact of being disconnected from your phone yeah i think that's a uh, as of late that's been a really big thing for me it's like being dis being unplugged for a little bit it's nice yeah when and you so do it. yeah so i like doing that and then like just having some time to read and i feel like i don't know it's never bad when you're reading you know like you can always i don't know i just like that little and I hate I hated reading, you know. But it's like, oh, I get a book, we're in the sun, shade really, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, have I like doing that, and that would be a part of my doing nothing time. Yeah. I consider reading doing nothing. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so that would be a part of my doing nothing time. We're not doing anything. We're gonna like, be in the hotel. We're gonna be in at the beach. We're gonna be at the pool reading. Yeah. Like doing doing nothing to out. me, it kind of is the all encompassing. Like, what do you want to do? I don't know, kind of going to do my own thing. Yeah, we can do whatever. We can do whatever. Yeah. Play some games. I don't care. Like, it's just, we're not getting in the car and doing All this right. thing that we All had right. to schedule. Here, it popped into my head. Yeah. Another part of that doing nothing schedule thing. Yeah. A good card game. That should be a part of a vacation. Yeah. I love playing games. And I like doing that. That, that, that like, it gets me in that vacation mode. It's like, we really don't have anything that we need to be doing right now. We have so much nothing that we need to be doing right now that we have time to just like play a card game. Yeah. That's or okay. A puzzle. Do you ever do you ever do a puzzle? Natalie and I were literally just talking about that the other day. Like, man, I could really go for a puzzle right now. Do we sound like <laughs> old the, ladies yeah, right I was now? Say, we're the oldest people on earth right now. Yes, card games and puzzles, but it is such a it's such a great thing, you yeah. know? Because, like, I don't know. I feel like some of the best conversations happen when you're just, like, yeah. hanging out and doing that. Hanging yeah. out, playing cards, playing whatever, playing doing a Catan. Puzzle. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Catan's a little bit more competitive. Even then, though, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't take... Yeah. <laughs> but even then, it's still fun. Uh, okay. Now, flight or road trip? Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, I love... Oh, man. Okay. I love mm-hmm. flying. Mm-hmm. Like the whole rigmarole that goes with flight travel. Really? Oh, yes. You like all of that? Most of it. Okay. Not the waiting. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, That's okay, wait, wait in line. But I like like, oh, we have to do this. Got to get that. We got to like I love I love planes. Ever since I was a little kid, I loved being on planes. You like the airport? I love the airport. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially a lot of fun. so like I feel like it was the Amsterdam airport that they have like this little 
First of all, the Amsterdam airport had the biggest McDonald's I'd ever seen when I was a kid. So I was a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a specific memory. That's the best. Yeah, it was a huge McDonald's. And it was like, oh man, it was like a part of the cafeteria kind of. So oh, it just okay. felt like it was forever expanding. So it was like a food court. Yes, but it just like ex- uh, but was, the McDonald's was the like the encompassing thing of the food court. Not really, but oh. in my mind it was. Yeah. You know, like it was probably just a corner of it, but like it was just a desk off to the side of the. But like register. you pay as you're going out, type of thing. Gotcha. And so it's just like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I love airports, um, but there's something about the road trip. Yeah, I guess I just like traveling. <laughs> but I don't know. Again, I like the the rigmarole. I guess I like the. The stuff that comes with it like i like packing the car and like having to bring all this stuff and like do you have snacks for the the road trip do you mm-hmm. have um like all these different things like did you make a good playlist or something like that like i don't know i like which is what i also like about f- flying you know yeah um i don't know i just like traveling and i miss like i used to be like flying every year and now i haven't gone anywhere for a while you know? yeah but just like i i love both both aspects i feel like um, the carpool is most fun when you're when you have kind of a group. Totally, not the carpool, the road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, like a group of cars or a group in your car or both. Both. Yeah, group yeah. in your car. That's a lot of fun. If you have two groups, two cars, get a walkie-talkie in there because it's better than a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, hands down, better than a cell phone. You yeah. gotta have you gotta have the radios. Yeah, those are fun. Um, but then I and I feel like opposite. Um. Plane travel is only good when you're with two people. <laughs> Agreed. When you only have two, like you and one other person that needs to be thinking of and like getting through all these things. That's about it. I said agreed. I've never flown just two people, but I know for a fact that there's no way it's better. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I've, I've flown, flown just solo. two people. That's nice. I've flown four people. That's a little much. You flown solo? Yeah. Where do you fly solo to? Well, and Erica and I were long distance. I used to fly to her. Oh, yeah. She yeah, used yeah. to fly to me. See, I wouldn't mind flying, flying solo either. Also, I don't mind doing things by myself either. I'm going to be honest. Flying solo, a very, very wonderful experience. Flying you solo, whatever you want literally. in the airport. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Oh. But yeah, um, I guess I just like all parts of travel. And I feel like that is a big key in a good vacation. It needs to be away. Yeah. Even if it's a like a weekend thing. I, it needs to be away. Yeah, staycations do not have the same relaxing effect because you have you can fall into too many. Um, oh, we should get this while we're out. Yeah, that, I don't know what 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 are you falling into? Like you're falling into responsibility. Yeah, you can accidentally get, become responsible, <laughs> yeah. and that's you accidentally the worst. Are taking care of the future. No, yeah, there's no future on a vacation. No, so as you know, I like to say like past self is looking out for future self. You know, yeah. I have my my present self past self and future self mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and sometimes past self is really looking out for future self like setting an alarm reminder to do blah blah blah. totally yeah. that's past self looking out for future self yeah can't have that on vacation you got to be like <laughs> you just got to know that <laughs> future I'm self just... is going to be real glad the past <laughs> self is taking care of himself exactly <laughs> thanks for close thanks for rounding that out for <laughs> me. i got you yeah but exactly like i don't know you need to be able to get like get away yeah mentally and physically i agree I think I think both can be good, like flight or road trip. I think both have their ups and downs. Yeah. One more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where that was going too. <laughs> uh, we're stupid. But I I think if it's a, a perfect road trip a perfect road trip entails a much longer trip than a perfect flight. I think like multiple stops type of thing? Because I think a long flight sucks, but a long road trip doesn't suck. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I mean, not like, I mean, yes, you can go on a cross-country road trip, and that's awesome. Because you're seeing the whole country. Like, you can go everywhere you want. Here, I'll I'll propose this. Lay it on me. I would want to drive to Yellowstone or the Grand Canyon. I wouldn't want to fly to those places. Gotcha. That's me. You know, like, okay, I don't know, that's... The adventure to there. Yes. I don't know. Also, a road trip, part of the vacation is, or part of the vacation is the adventure of going. Yeah. You know? Whereas, um, less so when you're flying, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a little bit of rigmarole at the airport and yeah. before the airport, and then once you land, like, getting to your destination and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But it's a t- complete different feeling than when you're driving to somewhere. I agree. 
having driven to Yellowstone, yes, that's awesome. I was really young, but man, that was fun. Also, vacations as a little kid, the best. You, you have just, nothing to worry about. You just get Things in the car. Things just happen. You get in the car. You got a Game Boy. You got a little screen maybe to watch some, some movies. Yeah. My sister and I would listen to books on tape in the car. Yeah. We listened to like all the Narnia. And there was like this one mystery that this like girl was like, I forget what it was called. We got them at the library. Yeah. And yeah. And then we would watch um, movies on the back of the seats. Yes. Yes. I felt like it was better that we didn't have phones. Yeah, because you get, first of all, you get bored and then you start looking at your phone and then your phone starts dying. And then you start getting this anxiety of like, oh my gosh, how much longer is it going to last? Not even that. Like you had to be more creative as a kid. Yeah. With how you entertain yourself. Yeah. You don't have to sit in there on the iPad playing the Minecrafts. Exactly. As fun as that is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's kind of what I just want to talk about. You know, just vacations. What makes a good vacation? And I think that we talked about the best part of it was is balance transportation is something you think about location is something you think about but it's mostly balance is like what are we doing versus when when are we not doing something yeah give yourself yeah. enough to do oh wait forgot one thing enough forgot one nothing thing. to do you forgot one thing yeah when you're on vacation you need to treat yourself out to a, a grade a fantastic meal yes top rated wherever you're going yeah, at least go one time you gotta go see what they have to offer all you. out Oh, like, cause you want you want to experience too. Like, you got to know this is this is what everyone here has said. This is the best. If you're coming here, you should go here. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So good 100%. food, um, good organization or prioritization of nothing versus nothing. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with destination. It is wherever you want to go. It could be a nice vacation. It's all about how you get there, how you take care of yourself, the planning, the food. All the food. And the rest. That's the, the rest. rest. The rest. The rest. The rest and the rest. Yeah. Like resting and the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well cool. Thanks. Um what's your stuff? Let's talk about the Olympics. All right, I'm on board. It's kind yeah, of a hit nice we got we've got two nice worldly topics here. Oh yeah, you have your what time is your draft? No no no. I was thinking about the year. We're in two thousand seventeen. Oh, okay. Next Olympics is in twenty twenty. Uh that sounds right. Oh, we should look that up. by four. We should look that up. And what is the next Olympics? Because I can't remember what the last one was. <laughs> We're winter next, aren't we? Well, that's in 2018. The winter one? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So you know. Well, yeah. And then 2020 will be the, the Summer Olympics. Yeah. And is that one? Which? Okay. Where are the next two Olympics? I think 2020 is in LA and somewhere else. I'm looking are it up. Are we splitting it? I'm looking it up. I know LA was was uh, asking about it. My phone's in airplane mode. It makes it really hard to Google things. So we got 2018 winter. But yeah, so we wanted to talk about the Olympics because there's a couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, the spectacle, <laughs> the spectacle that is the, the Olympics yeah. and the emotions and the um, – is it patriotism or what is the word I'm thinking of? I think it is patriotism because I don't think that is unique to – Was yeah. I thinking of patriotism or nationalism? No, not national. Not, that's the bad one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That, that's the one we don't like, especially okay. now. <laughs> okay, okay. Patriotism and the um, emotions that come with the Olympics, but then also um, South Korea, and then wait, South Korea's in twenty twenty. Twenty eighteen. Oh, for winter. Yeah, I don't associate South Korea in winter. <laughs> Do you? Uh. South Korea and then Tokyo For winter For summer, sorry Summer is in Tokyo? Yeah, 2020 When do we get it? Must be 24 Okay Aren't we splitting it with someone? <laughs> you're you're pushing my knowledge here <laughs> Sorry, I thought it's like LA and LA slash someone else Or maybe, I don't know, whatever That'd be interesting, split destination Olympics We're gonna be I think it's like we're either getting it in 2024 or 2028 Okay. Anyways, who cares? Oh, yeah. So, um, the Olympics. The Olympics. Yes. Now, my favorite part of the Olympics is no longer going to be a part of the Olympics. Really? Yeah. What is that? Bob Costas. Oh, man. That's a good point. Broke my heart. Like, he is the Olympics for me. Like, yeah. you know, um, I don't know. We're his year in London, the 20... Yeah, he just had, like, a, such a specific way of 
introducing every sport, getting to know we'll the athletes that you yeah. love. I don't know. Like his storytelling now, granted they're going to have um, a bunch of other good sports writers and sports like personalities that are going to be doing it who have been doing it. And they like, tried to do that transition already. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about, do we know who's taking over? Yes. Uh, he did. It's not Matt Lauer, is it? Cause no. that would just, well, he already does it. I know th- that's why I was worried that it, he would replace the Costas. Um, no, no, no. Cause he, he does it. And so does, um, Dan Patrick and some other people. Sure. A ton of people um, cover it. Yeah, um, but the person that is like kind of taking over is Mike Tirico. Mike uh, he was on ESPN. He left ESPN to go to NBC or Fox, something like that. Okay. Um, so he's been doing a lot of golf stuff, and uh, he is a great voice too. Okay, good. He's like the voice of like um, some college football, a lot of uh, PGA golf, and stuff like that. He has yeah. got a great voice. Like you would recognize him. Um, but Bob Costas. Like, oh yeah. You only saw him. Like okay, okay, you saw him during Monday Night Football and stuff like that. Sure. But you think, like, you hear Bob Costas, you go to the Olympics, you don't think of anything else. Yeah. And I guess I'll be okay because I'll get him during football season. But he's he's been doing it for, like, what, 50 I don't know. 50 years. Yeah, he's been doing it. He's been doing it forever. I don't think he's, I don't think he's been doing it for 50 years. All right, let's see. Let's look it up. How long has Bob Costas done the Olympics? I don't know. Cover the Olympics? Uh, I'm willing to bet he's done it maybe 20 25 yeah, years? Probably be. I don't think he's old enough to have done it for 50 years. I'm going to say, I don't know. Bob Costas is stepping down, hosting the Olympics on NBC. There's no Since information there. He's been the host of 12 Olympic Games. How many is that? 12 times 4. Uh, I, I don't, oh, wow. So you are pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. old is this man? Yeah, that's another Has he been covering question. it since he was 12? He, probably since like, he was 18 or something like that. Uh, here, uh, March 22nd, 1952. Way older than I expected him to be. <laughs> Carrying the zeros. <laughs> I'll just like I'll just want you do this. I'm trying to think this is fifty two. Uh, <laughs> this is our new show. Alex and Jeremy. No do maths. Sixty <laughs> five? My numbers. This That's, is great. Oh yes, he's sixty five. <laughs> Thank goodness you were able to subtract some numbers there. Sorry, that was really loud. Um oh. but yeah. Uh, Bob Costas is my favorite part of the Olympics. I here's another thing I love about the Olympics. I love how sports that nobody cares about, yeah, everybody just gets so involved in, yeah, and thinks that they're so knowledgeable just because of how well the commentating is. Like it's such they, good they, commentary. They, t- they tell, they know the beats of the story. You need to know, like this person's doing this, this, and this, and this. Yeah, these are the things you should watch for. This, totally. this, and this, you know, and they tell you all the rules and things you should look out for, and then you're like, you're watching for it, you know. All of a sudden, you're sitting there. You've been watching curling for an hour and a half. It's one in the morning. And you're like, this is the greatest sport. I've actually done that, but not yeah. curling. It was I, rowing. I, oh, yeah. Rowing is just so mesmerizing. It is. Because you get to learn so much about not only the way the crew works and the mechanisms and of the, the storylines of how they came from Stanford, oh, but they were goodness, rivals because yeah. one of them out and went to blah, blah, blah. This team has a lot of trouble training because most of their lakes freeze in the winter and yeah. they can't train year round. Just a lot of things. Yeah. I love the stories. I love seeing the feats of human accomplishment. Yeah. And the physical, like, I don't know. I love watching Usain Bolt. Which is that's done now. Yeah, I know. But uh, track and field is also probably one of my favorite things. I love watching track and field. Um, that it's one is so one of fun. The, okay. So the, the big draws for Summer Olympics are. Yeah. Um, track and field, gymnastics, and swimming. Of course. Yeah. Those are the big three. That's what everyone cares about. Those, mm-hmm. are, I mean, those are the easiest, I feel like, to wrap your head around. Well, because then there's basketball, but it's not a competition. Is diving, would you call that swimming? I'm going to put that in its own category. The pool, the pool sport. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's because that's my favorite in Summer Olympics. I love but watching But I'll those give people. it, like, swimming, do the, like, give it their thing. And uh, diving is big enough that you can, you, you can be on its own. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, give it, give it some props. I give it props. That's fun to watch too. And that one, that one is the one that I'm thinking is the most. Nobody knows anything about it or cares anything about these people until the Olympics, and then you're so focused on form and how little the splash is, and was the splash vertical oh, he or was it backward right there at the end? Oh yeah, or did he not complete that half turn or something he like that? Like, that one toes. is very easy. And then the slow motion, that's a huge thing too. Tremendous. Um. So yeah, I love the Olympics. Oh, he wasn't smiling. Every, 
it's it's something that everybody's watching. Yeah. Like you go to work and you're like, oh, did you see that? And they either did see it or they saw a replay of it. But it's something that everybody is connected to. It's like a few weeks long Super Bowl. Where yeah. Like everybody's kind of connected to a the, world Super Bowl. Yeah. It's kind of like how it felt during the eclipse where it's like everybody knows what's going on about this thing. Everybody's got, oh, I got the information. Let yeah, me tell you about And even if you didn't watch, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know everything there is to know about Michael Phelps and and his his next of kin, basically. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. I like I like the Olympics a lot. Do you like winter or summer Olympics better? Not even a competition. It's summer. Really? Oh yeah, it's not even close. I think winter is so much more interesting to me. Really? Summer is more fun, I think, to watch because and they it's have a the more bigger thing. Sports. It is. But I think the winter sports are all like I have no idea what I'm looking at, and this is awesome. I want the winter people. sports. The Winter Olympics is not even Olympics to me. It's like a an X Games. Okay, it's just well, yeah, because you got like well, you got part of the X Games there. Exactly, but it's like what else is in the Winter Olympics? You've got the alpine sniping. I'm pretty sure it's called the biathlon. Exactly, where they're doing the skiing, the shooting. Nope. Nope. You got nope. the bobsled, the luge, and the skeleton. I think those are. Those are all fun to watch. Those are so fun to watch. But again, it's not it's less of an Olympics to me. It's the lesser of the Olympics. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, they I think the teams are smaller too. Yeah, because not as many countries have access to But man, those, watching those Lindsay Vaughn just haul down a mountain. Don't like get me it. wrong. They're not lesser athletes at all. Oh, I know that. And, but we're I'm not getting into another race car driver no, debate no, no, here. No, no, no. I'm just saying that like there's not as many countries that are doing it. There's not. It's like a lot of the winter sports are, I don't know, less accessible, clearly. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, I, I like the, and it's not as big of an event, I feel like, as the Summer Olympics. The Summer Olympics is like a huge thing for the world, whereas the Olymp- Winter Olympics are like, all right, here's this big competition, you know? I think part of that is because the Summer Olympics has nothing going on around it. The Winter Olympics, kind of like a busy time for everybody. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're also doing this Olympics thing. Fair. Like summer, as everything's a little more laid back, everybody's got time in the evenings. Yeah, we can watch the Olympics. That's great. Let's have it on in the background or whatever. <laughs> I thought you meant like, well, every two years for the Winter Olympics, people are more busy. But every four years for, <laughs> no, for the Summer the Olympics, season, people, like, <laughs> people are a little more busy in the winter. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do remember staying up super late just watching random stuff that was going on. Oh, I'm all about like, it. Like, because when it was in Beijing, like, you'd be, I'd be up until, like, middle of the night just watching random totally. stuff. And just getting so into it. Like, rooting for this this guy. He's competing in a sport I've never heard of. And I just can't wait for him to win. Yes, he did it. Um, yeah, I'm all about it. Now, something we should get into is where I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but where where they host the Olympics and the the things they do to host the Olympics. I was just looking what because this is kind of what spurred on me wanting to talk about this was um, the, did you see the pictures of the Rio Olympic Village basically and everything they built for that and where what it looks like now? It is disgusting, like. It's completely barren, emptied out, like cordoned off. You can't get in there and like it's overgrown and they just spent all of this money. Brazil is in tremendous amounts of debt and like people are suffering because of it. And it's like empty. They're not even using it for anything. When was that one? That was just. That was the most recent Summer Olympics. (sighs) That's just so sad. And before that in Sochi, same thing. That place is completely a barren wasteland. Like they just like build these huge villages and these stadiums because they don't have them built already. Bring all of these people there, and then as soon as it's over, it's gone. It's over with. It's just, like, I don't understand why we don't just have it in places that are already set up. We don't need the extra, we don't need you to build the big birdcage every t- every two years. Yeah, well, I feel like that's part of, the, that's that's cool, though. But I feel like oh, that's, it was part, super cool. that's part of the, um, the, is your computer all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting real. It's getting real hot over there. Here's the thing. When you open up Firefox, Firefox just like it's heavy. It's getting heavy. Um, but it's fine and you can't really hear it. Um, but when you because of the patriotism that we were talking about, I feel like it's and because of how large of a thing it is, I feel like it's always cooler when you do have like it the ability to do it in other countries, you know? Oh, I 
but pr- pra- for practicality's sake, like, we have yeah. everything here. I think that everybody like should be able to host the Olympics. I'm just thinking it should like, just be Beijing, U.S., London. Do a little cycle. I'm fine with that, but like I don't want to be exclusive to the point where like nobody else can host it. Like if Brazil wants to host the Olympics, by all means, host the Olympics. But the like countries shouldn't go into debt to host them, don't you think? Yeah, that's a huge. The, like, there's no yeah, point to yeah. build this entire city basically, and then empty it out once the olympics are like we don't need that's such a way that's just so wasteful to me when we have high schools in the united states that can host the olympics you know like we have we have churches that have buildings big enough to host the an olympic village in, yeah. in the united states yeah so seriously we can have it here a couple On college of campuses college campuses they have stadiums like <laughs> that could do the sport they have olympic sized swimming pools they have like all u of o is equipped to handle the olympics Prob- if they want probably to. yeah and it's like we like i understand building it's for the spectacle and making it look real nice but like we don't need it because what we're really doing is we're watching these athletes and yes the opening ceremony oh we didn't even talk about the opening ceremonies what do you think of those i don't know i don't really like the opening ceremonies I hate them so they're much. just too much it's like okay you're throwing on a huge parade okay yeah okay good we're they're all walking in this is a big moment we put on a big show I like though that there is commentary during the opening ceremony. So yeah, you're just that like, is hilarious. There's like especially I remember the the Sochi Olympics. There's all this symbolism and stuff going on, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm watching. And then the, the <laughs> they have the commentators like, and this is this represents yeah. the <laughs> this <laughs> this hammer represents. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always so good, but I yeah, I'm not about the opening ceremony. Yeah, I watch it for the fun of reading the names as they're walking through in the voices that I think would probably f- be fitting to and what it, they look is it like. just the names of the countries? I don't think they name all the athletes. There's the usually athletes. like a rolling list, like a, like an opening oh, credits yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It was just like, but usually my, cause you know, I like to do the accents and my, I like to do accents for every country rolling through regardless of what it is. If it's like, oh, look at this guy. Hey, there's Cletus walking through. He's going to be com- <laughs> competing in the shooting competition. Yeah, you get real derogatory when it comes to the... <laughs> the oh, I sure do. <laughs> but here's another thing. Like, I th- I think it, like the fact that they're bringing out all the athletes is very cool. And because there's so many countries and they all need their time, it makes sense that they have that. That takes that long. I don't yeah. think they need the concert before. They don't need the light show before. They don't need the thing. Like just do a big announcement and have all these athletes come in and then have something maybe going on while that's happening instead of before it and yeah. after it, you know? We don't need all the But it's also like the countries are showing off their what they've done. Exactly. Which is like the Beijing one is kinda cool. I mean they're all Re- cool to an yeah, extent, yeah. but it's like ah it's just another thing that's like we I understand. It's very cool, very nice, but like, could you just do something a little more routine? Maybe something that you do all the time, and then just get into it. We could even, okay, I got it. We'll do it in the U.S., Beijing, London, but then we'll have different countries that are the hosts. You know, like we'll be the the people. Oh, so it's here. It will be the location. will be here. <laughs> well, but it's kind of like, counterintuitive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hosting, but somebody else will be hosting. You yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah, and that would make sense. Well, I mean, I, other than yeah, so. well, <laughs> well, I get why it has, but I feel like they should have like certain things that like you cannot put in a bid to host the Olympics if you do not have this already. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, like what is it, Qatar? That was like people are dying trying to build stadiums in the desert. And stuff exactly. Like that. I think it's for World Cup though. Same thing though. Same thing. It's like yeah, we don't need that. We don't need. Hey, okay, no, no, don't, don't worry about the trouble. Here, just we got this big stadium here. It was a college, but you can use it for whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, at least in the summer, nobody's using it anyways. All right, so I'm gonna give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, my draft is about to start in 25 minutes. I'm in a fantasy football league with some <laughs> of my friends. So right now, while we've been doing this, I've been like getting everything open to kind of like get my draft ready. So I've been paying attention. And his mostly. computer, his computer, my computer is, like, does sound like fire. it's taking off because when you open up Firefox, it's just Firefox and Chrome on 
certain computers are just like or like sound like an airplane yeah off. really struggling they, they have a lot of background information going on apparently or something like that uh-huh. um but those those two are the better browsers maybe that's why they have so much in- anyway um so I yeah suck. so my draft will be starting shortly um in the spirit of sports what pick are you <laughs> i'm the sixth pick oh that's what i was gonna tell you that's why i was talking Out of about how many uh there are 12 of us okay right there in the middle that's good <sighs> is that not good no it's not good oh are you doing snake or yeah we're doing a snake draft so oh, okay that's probably the worst i was in another uh fantasy football league from work and i was the ninth pick out of 14 that was also the worst that's, yeah that's right like being um, in the middle of a snake draft is you're the farthest from do you want to know uh who's first yeah take one guess is it mr keegan rogers no oh it's Parmesan. <laughs> chicken Parmesan. Is that his name? I'm, I'm, that's why I'm calling him now. Oh, okay. I like calling Chicken Parm. Well, I got it from the um, the morning show. Oh, I uh, missed one that. Of, one of the users, uh, their name is Sean. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Sean is in first. Buddy's a strong term. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Our friend Sean is drafting first. I was pretty mad at him. But... Uh, from now on, henceforth, he'll be called Chicken Parmesan. Chicken Parmesan. I like <laughs> it. Um, yeah, Keegan is like second to last or something like that. Oh, so he's got a better spot too than you. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's, he's on the turn. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, everybody's got a better spot than you. You actually have the worst, but. Yeah, it, it, it was about to be an eight-person league, so I was like, oh, that's not bad. And then it jumped to 10 and then it jumped to 12 just in the few, last few hours. Dang. So, yeah, but it's fine. Who are you trying to get first? Um, I'm, oh yeah, this is going to be come out afterwards, so I don't mind saying. Yeah, you're drafting um, me over. Yeah, so I'm going to just start with, uh, running backs, because those are important players that, um, uh-huh. will, their talent will deplete quickly. Um, so at six, um, if the people in front of me are not the brightest, LaShawn McCoy should be available. So I got him in my last draft at nine. So, um, so I'm going to go LaShawn McCoy, and then on the turn, I'm going to probably go for, like, DeMarco Murray because um, he will probably be available at 12. Oh, wait, no, I'll be at 18. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we will see how it goes. Um, I, I don't draft a quarterback until, like, the sixth round. Oh, wow, you wait a while. Yeah, so I go, like, running back, running back, and then wide receiver, and then whatever the be- next best talent position is. So it could be another running back. It could be a tight end. It yeah. could be a wide receiver. Um, and then I do that again, <laughs> go for the next best until, yes. until I have two running backs, two wide receivers at least. And then some bench players, maybe because quarterback is a deep position in 12 person draft, depending on how, like some people might start drafting him early. Then I might be forced to draft him sooner. Because like the, I feel like there are a couple of quarterbacks that are pretty much guaranteed to lock you in a good amount of points every game. Yeah, that's true. But even the lower quarterbacks, you should be able to get a good amount of points. Okay. So I wait. I can. You can wait a little bit. In a twelve-person league, it starts getting a little riskier. Sure. Because not a whole lot of teams. Yeah. So, but I'll. It depends on when other people start picking them up, because then I might get forced to do that. But we'll see. If being the sixth person and in this league, I might be able to do a team that is pretty identical to my last team. Oh, that's good. Well, we don't know yet. Unless, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> unless the other it's team all is a crapshoot. Let's yeah, be honest. We like, first um, week, your best pick will probably get injured or whatever. That's how it works out for me every year. Yeah, so we will see. Um, this year, the buy-ins for the fantasy football leagues were a lot more. Well, nice. Well, I don't know. If I win, it's uh, yeah, very it's nice, nice if you win. If I don't win, that's. Do you have a last place uh, thing? No. In this, in these two leagues, we don't have last place. We have the winner, the runner-up, and then the point total winner before the um playoffs started that way you get just some point um some money back for getting a lot of points yeah and then yeah. In my other work league we have a winner runner-up and then the best record um before the playoffs and um points yeah best record and highest points i think some of my favorite things I've seen lately have been the people posting the pictures of people that have lost in fantasy football with like tattoos or trophies or something like that. Yeah. Tattoos uh, or just standing on a, have you seen the one that he's got a sign is standing on the highway corner. Please don't give me any money. I just lost in fantasy football and he's wearing like a chicken suit or something like that. I have it's seen like, that one. It's hilarious. Um, Natalie's family, they have a, um, a toilet 
trophy that they give to the last place person and they have a it's a plaque that has like each year they add a name to the plaque <laughs> and they send it around it's a big thing that's awesome it's, do you have to display it somewhere uh yeah like so it's, part it of it. is you have to... on natalie's uh toilet that's <laughs> pretty funny oh it like goes it literally goes on your toilet it's like a toilet seat well hers is about the size of a coffee pot okay that's how big the trophy is and she didn't want to put it in her room so she threw it in her bathroom that makes sense I feel like it should be like a, a toilet seat cover or like a lid with the wood plank behind it that you have to prominently display in your office or like in your cube somewhere. Like that would be funny. Um, we'll see. This is my first time doing it with work. Um, and it's really funny because people are smack talking already. It is nice. great. It, it makes the workplace better, more fun. Totally. Like, cause we're talking about it literally all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like we're it's bored. And we're like, Hey, so did you see? And I don't know. I work for a sports company, so we're always just talking. Oh, it was great. Doing some sort of competitive league in an office, I feel like is essential. Like I do fantasy. Movie I know. League I'm work. sorry. I apologize. I know that we drifted from the Olympics a little bit. Got into fantasy football. Oh, I'm having fun, but it's still part of sports. I'm going to keep rolling with it. Let's do it. Um, March Madness. Okay, that is another great thing. That is another. So great in thing. the in the essence of the Olympics. And of fantasy football in this sports topic. Why aren't these things in the Olympics? Every country plays them. Is it just because the fantasy more part? prominent? The, uh, oh, that could be a fun. Fantasy Olympics? What if, yeah. Well, I feel fantasy? like the Olympics is the fantasy part. It's like <laughs> the U.S. greatest players versus this part. Like, we're already keeping, we're already counting points. Everybody's just racing to get the Russian and Chinese gymnasts. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, no, no, no. Like, we're already counting points of like, U.S. has 13 golds, 10. Yeah. Like, so it's already. That's true. So like, as a, country, as a country, we're playing. We sent our best out there. That's our team. So it kind, awesome. of, it kind of already is. Just to switch it up one year, they should just have them draft. Have a draft. <laughs> I feel like that would actually even it out a little bit more. Oh, Totally. But as I was saying, March there'd Madness. Have, there'd have to be somebody that knows everybody in the Olympics and it's like, no, we want, yeah, we want them. Yeah, he'll be great in swimming. Okay, no, okay, now we should probably get at least He's one. not a swimmer, he's doing <laughs> We need to get at least one good track athlete, one good basketball player. Anyway, but that'd be fun. Um, what I was going to say is March Madness. That is another thing that is just a fun office thing to do or uh, doing with your roommates or friends or something like that. It was creating a bracket Yeah, and like or creating a few brackets and seeing like how far you are in the country, like what rank you are and all oh, that stuff. Oh, it's so fun. I love that you can now like do the digital brackets yep, and then you the can see just like, how badly you've chosen. <laughs> yeah, I was in like the 99.8th percentile for like the first three rounds. And then one loss just tanked it all Yeah, and then you. I dropped down. It was bad, but... Because like if you have your the, the winner of your bracket lose then it's like oh well everything from here on out was wrong yeah <laughs> so it's just like oh man those the first round losses are so crappy but yeah fan uh, fantasy football is a blast march madness is so much fun i love having the app i love like talking like that is the essence of water cooler talk oh yeah totally the the league i do because i know nothing about the sport i i'm in fantasy movie league with people at work Ooh, please tell people about that Fantasy Movie League is one of my new favorite things. It we originally started it started doing it because I'd heard about it and we wanted to have an anti-fantasy football league because there's a bunch of people at my work that didn't want to do fantasy football and got tired of office talk being all fantasy football and the rest of us having nothing to do. So, we found Man- Fantasy Movie League. What it is is every person each week gets a theater. And in your theater, you have to pick which movies you're showing on these screens. You have eight screens and you have a certain budget that you're allowed to spend each week. So then you spend that budget picking movies and you can do multiples of any movie you want. So like this week, uh, maybe I don't want to say, maybe I don't want to say, but I'll just say it anyways. This week. Wait, wait, you're doing it right now. I'm currently in fantasy. Well, it started as an anti fantasy football thing. And then it just never, we never, Turned it off. We've we have done nine seasons of it, I think now. <laughs> Wait, so when does the season start? Can, they, it can start like whenever. Thir- they're like 12, 13 week seasons, and they kind of just go throughout the year. They just keep it going. I feel like round. summer would be a huge season for it. It was who is the league? Green? Summer was by far the worst. The Oscar season is when it gets. Oh no! Real yeah, you're right. This summer I heard was the worst summer in movie history. As it far was as garbage. There were goes. like three, maybe four weeks where there weren't new releases, and the yeah, like. You range between fifty million in your box office and like hundred and fifty million. Mm-hmm. This summer, we never passed hundred and twenty million. Question: When did your league start? 
the where this is this weekend will be week two. So you pick your movies during the week. Friday it locks in your picks, and then you go through the weekend. Who's in your league? Uh, let's see. We got an, do anybody I know? A, it, we, yeah, but it's an eight person. It's eight people at Abundant Life that are there. Gotcha. Mostly youth ministry. Gotcha. Um, that sounds fun. It's awesome. At the beginning of next season, hit me up, and then Sean and I can join. That we can add two more people. Oh yeah, for sure. It's so fun because you say twelve week season, so it'll end when this fantasy I mean, we football could, season. Yeah, ends. then we could just do a things and stuff fantasy movie league. I'd be down to be in two weeks. But then we need it. We need at least four people, right? That'd be easy to get. Somebody's listening. Somebody out here oh, is Keegan listening. Keegan and Sean. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Keegan and Sean. We got four <laughs> it is Make it at least an eight person league. Yeah. We'll get some other people. It's so fun, though, because you just like, you have no idea what you're doing, and then all of a sudden you win or you get last place. But it's just like, it has that same feeling of fantasy football, but it's a completely different kind of math, you know? That's very cool. I'm very intrigued, and we got to uh, wait. Who do you do it through? Uh, there's an app. It's called fantasy movie league hmm. they abbreviated fml and i don't i don't think they realize that that means something else on the internet usually but maybe they do and they i'm, I'm really interested and i want to be in party next week yeah you should it's really fun it's really really fun yeah well it's been a good show i think so i think like we kind of got off track with the uh, the fantasy football oh, we totally and i'm derailed. sorry for interrupting um but i feel like our olympic topic had kind of reached its peak we we <laughs> Was that a? There's not even a mountain joke. Reached I can make there. its. What's the pedestal thing for the? Uh, had hit, hit no, the gold wait. medal. It had reached its podium. It played the, its national anthem. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, and I, it was fun talking about other sports things. It sure is. Well, as always, this has been the Things and Stuff podcast. You can find us at Things Stuff Pod. You can find me at the Sneath. And me at Jeremy underscore one. If you like the show, be sure to share it with your friends. Things and stuff posts every Thursday. So we'll see you here next week. Bye bye.